Welcome to In Your Area. My name is Christine Cusinelli, Senior Advocacy Advisor with Area. This episode is one of a special series which interviews each of the UCP party leadership candidates on questions of interest to realtors. On October 6th, the UCP party will choose a new leader, and that leader will become Alberta's next Premier. In this episode, David P. Brown, Chair of Area, sits down with UCP candidate Travis Taves, MLA for Grand Prairie Wapiti. If you are interested in voting in the UCP leadership race and having a say in who becomes the next Premier, visit the party's website before August 12th at unitedconservative.ca. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for attending our podcast today. We're very delighted to have with us this morning Minister Travis Taves to talk to us a little bit about his running for Premier of the Province of Alberta. And we'd like to first of all start off by saying welcome to AREA. We are the provincial association that represents the interest of over 11,000 members from 10 local real estate boards throughout the province. AREA provides strategic leadership and advances the Alberta real estate profession through member-centric services, advocacy, and professional development. Well, Minister, this is a bit about us. How about we start off, you tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, happy happy to do that, David. Look, I am new to public life. I entered politics in, in 2019 and was privileged to, to be elected. And uh, 11 days after the, the election appointed as Minister of Finance, but prior to that, I'm a CPA by profession, was in public practice for just over a dozen years. And, and then the entrepreneurial pull was great. And my wife and I joined our couple of family businesses, a family cattle ranching operation and an oil field uh, environmental company. And we pursued those business interests for quite a number. And again, only in 2019, it was only 2019 when we entered public life. And I'll have to say this, while I was a bit surprised to be tapped to be Minister of Finance, I look back on these last burdens as their Minister of Finance together. We, we really made great progress fiscally within the province, ultimately arriving at a balanced budget right through the fiscal plan here in budget 2022 this last February. Very nice. And of course, our members as realtors across the province keep a good eye on, on what's happening with the government because we find a lot of things that you decide on and not necessarily you, but your party or any party that's in power affect us as well as our customers across the province. L like you in your previous life, Alberta real estate professionals are entrepreneurial. They're working hard to help Albertans buy and sell the largest financial assets that they invest in. But ironically, Alberta real estate professionals have a national disadvantage on profitability, consistently demonstrating the lowest profit margins in the country. For years running, realtors' profitability in Alberta is 20% lower than the national average and two-thirds of profit margin made by industry professionals in our neighboring western province. This is largely due to red tape issues. Our members would be interested in knowing your thoughts on red tape reduction and how in the foreseeable future you can create effective policy that could impact realtors' profitability. Yeah, David, that's a great question. Now, look at when I served Albertans as finance minister, you know, when it came to investment attraction, economic growth, I, I worked hard and believe it's critically important that governments position an economy to be most competitive. And that that includes and you know, 
a big part of that positioning is ensuring that we have the most competitive, nimble, uh, least burdensome regulatory environment. And we made we made great progress on red tape reduction, you know, in, in our first three years. And I have to say that that effort fell under Treasury Board and Finance. The Associate Minister of Red Tape Reduction, Minister Hunter, and now Minister Purr, worked un under my supervision as finance minister, and we made great progress, but the work is far from done. And so when I hear from a sector that that sector is less profitable in Alberta because of, you know, additional regulatory burden, that's just a reminder that we have much more work to do. And look, you know, very often the best ideas do not come from government. We would depend on realtors. We would depend on those and their industry representatives to, to advise us of areas where Alberta is in fact an outlier, why we have additional regulatory burden in this province where, where, you know, where other realtors and other jurisdictions don't have that additional cost. We would need to know that. And I would work hard to ensure that Alberta realtors are positioned to be most competitive. And, and again, that's been the work we've, we've really focused on over the last three years, but our work's not done. And, and when I hear that Alberta realtors are 20% less profitable, because of red tape, look, let's find out where that red tape exists and let's get it out of the way. That's wonderful. You know, as as practicing realtors, everybody's out there working as hard as they can for Albertans and anything we can see from our government to take some of the burden off that is very much appreciated. Another area where we've had some concern and we, we like to put this forward to any incoming provincial government is in the province of Alberta, some provincial licensed professions have an exemption from municipal business license fees levied beyond the municipalities where they have an office, such as lawyers, accountants, insurance agents, and adjusters, for example, all have this type of exemption included in the acts that they're governed with. An exemption like this would offer realtors tangible savings but it's not always so simple as it can be. Can you tell our listeners what are the behind the scenes considerations that you have to think about before committing to a policy like this? Well, that's that's a great question. You know, the first thing that would be important to understand and that would be whether there's any un any unintended consequences obviously to providing an exemption like this. I personally David, I can't think of any. I mean, realtors are are regulated provincially, not municipally. And to me, it would make sense that the exemption would be granted. And I would un put it this way, I would have to understand why it shouldn't be granted. And, and there would need to be substantive reasons for that. Otherwise, I believe an exemption should exist. Well, we're, we're in agreement with you as well. As you said there, for sure, we're licensed in the whole entire province and we can carry on business anywhere in the province. But when you start to go to little towns that are just outside a big city and they want you to license there and pay annual fees. This goes back to the previous question before that red tape that's in the way that causes uh, realtors to be 20% less profitable than other provinces because it doesn't happen in other areas. So glad to see that something that you would certainly consider looking into. Alberta governments of the past have always foregone implementing a land transfer tax. In other provinces, land transfer tax have been implemented in many provinces across the country. Obviously, this kind of attack can potentially offer significant provincial revenues for the Alberta government. What are your thoughts on holding the line on no land transfer tax status in Alberta? 
David, when I served Albertans as their finance minister, I never once considered implementing a land transfer tax, even even at a time we were, you know, experiencing real significant fiscal challenges. And I would commit to all Albertans and certainly to all Alberta realtors that if I have the privilege of serving as premier, I would not implement a land transfer tax. Look, we do business out here in the very, you know, west end of the province in the, in the northwest, west of Grand Prairie, and and we do a fair bit of business historically or have in BC as well. I couldn't believe, you know, when we did our first land purchase in BC and and had to pay the amount that we did with the land transfer tax, it was massive. It was uh, incredibly expensive and really a deterrent, I believe, to nimble business transactions and just, well, put it simply, just additional tax burden placed on citizens and businesses. You have my commitment. I would not introduce a land transfer tax in Alberta full stop. That's wonderful to hear because, I mean, it's not us as realtors that are affected by it. It's the Albertans that, uh, like you, when you purchase your BC property, have to pay thousands of extra dollars for really no benefit to them whatsoever. Now we're going to move on to some of the tough questions. So what makes you the best choice for UCP members to vote on in the upcoming leadership vote? And what makes you the best choice for the Premier of Alberta come the next election? Well, David, thanks for that question. Look, when I look back over the last three years, they've been a, it's been a tough, tough few years, especially a tough two years as we've you know, all worked to navigate through this, this thing called COVID the last two years. But I, I do want to say that, you know, certainly with economically in the province and fiscally in the province, we've made we've made significant progress. We, you know, we took an economy that was really flatlined in 2019 and and positioned it for investment attraction and economic growth. Alberta is now expected to lead the nation in, in real GDP growth this year and next. We've uh, worked hard, made some, you know, difficult fiscal decisions, necessary decisions combination of a growing economy and making some necessary hard decisions on our spending has resulted in, in a balanced budget through all three years of, of the fiscal plan. We, we now have the province on a sustainable fiscal trajectory. We're no longer placing excessive debt on the next generation. In fact, we're no longer placing any of our debt right now on the next generation. To me, that's critically important. Right now, David, I believe a stable, principled and proven leadership is what this province needs. And I'm confident that I can provide that leadership uh, to our party, to our movement and to Albertans broadly. You know, and I would draw on, on my leadership experience, uh, certainly during my last three years, uh, leading the effort as the Minister of Finance, certainly in all things finance and, and all things economy. But I would also draw on my previous leadership experience, whether that was, you know, leading our own business teams through some you know good years and some really tough challenging years as well or whether it's drawing on on my leadership experience when I was the president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association in years following the discovery of BSE and all of the challenge that that created for the industry and for individual cattle ranchers right across this country I I worked to to lead that organization and industry at a time of, of significant loss, significant emotion, and and a time of real division. And I had to work to keep a whole group of provincial members together that, you know, all had their own ideas and, and where, where the risk of division was great. I've drawn on that leadership experience over the last couple of years, over the last few years, and I believe I'm best positioned to provide 
leadership that can unite not only this this our conservative movement but the province as a whole and again i believe we've made some real you know solid headway made some real gains economically and fiscally i don't want to see that eroded right now we need strong stable principled but proven leadership i'm confident i can provide that great thank you very much now that we've got all the tough questions out of the way would you like to try some rapid fire questions Let's give it a whirl. Okay, these ones are just for a little bit of fun so that we can get to know you a little bit better. What's your favorite Alberta attraction to visit with your kids or grandkids if you have them? Well, we, we do have grandkids, David. We've got three children and Kim and I have actually 11 grandkids. So we're, wow. we're, we're pretty fortunate. We're really blessed that way. You know, there's so many great attractions in Alberta. This is a tough one, but you know, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, you know the Kakwa Falls region, which is south of Grand Prairie. It's in the mountains. It's in my constituency, so you know that that's perhaps a, perhaps a tiebreaker because there's so many beautiful places in the province. But that region, it's a it's a re, it's an area of wilderness. You know, it's gorgeous. It allows us to just appreciate and connect with nature. I enjoy fly fishing, and and it's an area that you know I can I can ply that craft. And I found having kids or grandkids allows you to see this province more than we would as single people that we get too tied up in our own day-to-day -day businesses and we don't get to explore it as much as we, we should. How about your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, man. <laughs> I told I'm you they were to tough. I, 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 take, I take a lot of ribbing from my wife and kids, but, uh, you know, I, I'm easy to please. I like vanilla. <laughs> Plain old vanilla. I'm a chocolate guy myself. So how do you prefer to spend a Sunday afternoon? Hmm. You know, I have to say right now, if I get a, if I get a Sunday afternoon, I, I like to connect with family. A family is important to, to me and I don't, uh, you know, I don't see as, as much of them as I used to, just given the demands of, of the role I'm, I am in now. So to spend time with our children and grandchildren and connect, yeah, there's nothing better for me in a Sunday afternoon. I agree 100%. And the odd football game to watch isn't too bad either. <laughs> What's the most surprising thing you learned when you became an MLA? Oh, wow. That's, uh, that, that's a good question. You know, I, I would say this. I, again, I'm fresh off the private sector. was in the private sector until 2019. I have that level of ambition that so many Alberta entrepreneurs have. And so one of the surprising things was the challenge at affecting change in government. It, it's a Herculean effort. Government's an, an incredibly large organization. It's a big beast. And, and to affect change, necessary change, just takes so much effort. I certainly experienced that as the Minister of Finance, President of the Treasury Board, as we work to you know, bring Alberta's finances spending, particularly in line, and position the province for a sustainable fiscal trajectory and balanced budget. To affect change takes Herculean effort. Now the effort is is worth it. You know, we we absolutely need to make the changes necessary to position this province to be a jurisdiction, a province of opportunity and prosperity for the next generation. Okay. Well, the next one's a little little easier to answer. What's the best way to eat an Oreo? We got several answers. A, pull apart and eat the middle first. B, eat the whole thing at once. Or C dunk it into a cold glass of milk, or D, at least three bites matter first. <laughs> Not a lot, I can't remember when I last ate an Oreo. I, I probably ate it in one or two bites, David. That's that's probably <laughs> the way I did it. Well, and I'm the same. I, I like a lot of cookies, but Oreo's not on the top of my list, so I wouldn't be able to answer that. 
Who would you say was your childhood idol? Oh, man. I could probably identify a few individuals. Uh, you know, I'll have to say my uncle Ken. My uncle came west a couple of years before my father did. He came west in the late 50s, right around 59. He, he bought, uh, you know, the first parcel of land that became our cattle ranching operation. And, you know, we, uh, my folks moved in in 61, and I was, I was born in 64. My uncle was single at the time. He seemed uh, kind of fancy, free and footloose. He was an adventure man. He had a, he always had time for for me and, and my and my older brother on the ranch. And he, you know, he was kind of that larger than life personality. He passed away this last year. We'll really miss him. But uh, boy, when I was a kid, my uncle Ken was he was kind of my childhood idol. Well, I'll tell you, we get all kinds of answers to that one. And glad to see someone that's choosing family because a lot of us, we look up to our family, so that's for sure. Okay, I got the last one for you and then I'll be able to let you go on your way. If you could spend a week anywhere in the world, where would you go and what would you do while you're there? Oh, man, there's a lot of the world that I have yet to see. I've never spent any amount of time in South America. I've been been there uh, maybe on a couple of occasions for business. But I've always wanted to spend some time in the Amazon rainforest. So, you know, I'll, I'll maybe put that one as a close second. But you know what? Today, if you, if, if you ask me that question today, given the pace over the last three years, send me with my fly fishing rod southwest of our ranch into the mountains and on a quiet stream. That's that's where I would want to. That's where, where I would want to visit for the, you know, if I had a week of spare time. Absolutely. And that paints a beautiful picture of Alberta for sure. Well, Minister, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today and answer some of the questions that are on the minds of realtors going forward in the election. And we'd like to say best of luck to you in your running, and we hope you have a good outcome. Thank you, David. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks again for tuning in to another edition of In Your Area. You can access our podcast on all main streaming services and feel free to share with friends, family, or colleagues. And if you'd like more information about how to vote for the next UCP leader, the website again is unitedconservative.ca. We look forward to seeing you next time. We are in your area.